Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the coach steve show podcast hope everybody's doing well uh today we're going to talk about the big 10 east side of the conference and we're going to talk about each team and are they going to have their we're going to talk about the over under and their win totals we're going to go through the whole big 10 east side and talk about what according to betting websites over under the type of amount of wins they're going to have and how many they had last year compared to what's going to happen this year look at their schedule and decide how their Big Ten East is going to look like this year. So that's what we're going to talk about today on this episode. Make sure you guys hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow it and rate it on Apple and iTunes uh, and wherever you listen to your podcast. It goes a long way. Make sure you're also checking out the Belly Media Network. Go to bellupsports.com and check out the Belly Media Network. There's stuff out there for everybody. Blogs, podcasts, everything, even non-sports related will be there. So go check it out. Again, it's Belly Up sports.com it's about a media network so we're going to go through the big 10 east the big 10 east the big 10 in general is going to be a very good conference we all know about the conference realignment and everything we'll have another episode on who we think should join later on but we're going to talk about the over-unders on each team we'll show the schedules and we're going to talk about how we think each team's going to shape up not exactly the amount of wins where they're going to do but just from what happened last year going into this year what has changed was there any coaching changes and everything else? So we're going to talk about the Big Ten East, which was won last year by the Michigan Wolverines after they beat Ohio State in the game that nobody – I don't know if anybody had picked Michigan to win that year, 
but the Big Ten East was won by Michigan, and Michigan won it overall, which very rarely here over Ohio State. So we're going to talk about each team. Uh, we're going to start off with the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Ohio State Buckeyes are over under is 11 wins this year going into 2022. Last year, they ended up going 11-2, and two, which is not a bad record by any means. They lost against Michigan, and then they lose in their bowl game. Um, so let's look at their schedule. Do we think they're going to go over under 11 wins? It is very possible that Ohio State goes over 11 wins. I'll, this one, if I was a betting man, I don't. I would not bet over or under. I would leave this one alone because they they could win all twelve of their games, but also it's quite possible that they win exactly eleven games um, going into this year. If you're watching the YouTube video, I apologize. The ticker. It's hiding the last game, so we'll go through this. They start off with Notre Dame and then Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State, Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern, Indiana, Maryland, and then end it with Michigan. Um, This one, I think they're going to go... I don't want to say they're going to go over because there are about two to three games on the schedule that they could lose. People are very high on Ohio State this year. Um, I don't know how true it is, but Ryan Day's comments about how great they're going to be this year, talking about the type of NFL players that they have, and people think they're going to make the college football playoff. I could see them going 12-0 here, but to start off the very first game against Notre Dame is a tough one. Marcus Freeman's first time, I guess it'd be a second game as a head coach he did in the bowl game, but to have a full offseason, a full spring ball, full summer under his belt. Ohio State is going to play better than they did last year. Ohio State's defense was bad. Getting Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State is a huge hire for Ryan Day and the Ohio State Buckeyes defense. And you're going to see them play much better defense. Their offense is who they are. But to go against Notre Dame the very first game with Marcus Freeman, where they're going to play very tough, Marcus Freeman... His defense has been implemented even when, when Kelly was there, so the defense is going to make some tweaks. So that game is going to come down to whose players are going to execute quicker and better. And to be in Jim Knowles' defense in the very first game, there might be some bumps in that. But being under Marcus Freeman's defense, having the same offensive coordinator, I could see Notre Dame beating Ohio State. The only other two games I could see Ohio State losing on this schedule, you never know with Wisconsin. If Wisconsin can come out and really control the clock, pound the ball at Ohio State and wear them out, Wisconsin could. But you can't overlook Michigan. To have the confidence, to have that type of offense coming back, to have that run game come back where they just push them around, those are the three. But over under 11, I would say the uh, – I would say the uh, – I guess you go under, but I think they'll win exactly 11 games and lose one of those games, whether it's Notre Dame, Wisconsin. I guess people could say Michigan State. I just don't see them. We'll get to them when we get there. Um, Again, I think it could be Notre Dame or Michigan that could get um, Ohio State over under that 11 mark. Uh, Moving on to our next team, uh, looking at the Big Ten East. We will jump in and we will start with Indiana next. 
uh, on the screen, you could see the schedule for Indiana. Indiana's over-under is four games this year. Last year, they were 2-10. and ten. Disappointing season after coming off that uh, previous season where they were very close to being Ohio State and they ended up going to a bowl game and played very well under Coach Allen. Had a little down year last year, different quarterback. They were a lot younger. Strength um, staff had been dismantled and moved around a little bit. So they were 2-10 and 10 last year. Their over-under is 4. Looking at their schedule, their very first game is against Illinois and then Idaho, Western Michigan, or Western Kentucky, Cincinnati, Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland, Rutgers, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue is a very, very, very tough schedule for a program that is being rebuilt. Uh, looking at the schedule, you're looking at who they could possibly beat. They could possibly beat Idaho and Western Kentucky. So there would be two wins. Cincinnati just kind of depends on what type of Cincinnati team they're going to have. But they that's a very tough game. Nebraska is a toss-up. Depends on, at that point in time, is Scott Frost fired at that point? Depending on how Nebraska is playing. Do they have any sort of confidence? Rutgers is another game they could win. And then when you look down through the rest of the schedule, maybe Purdue. I don't see them beating Illinois. And I'm an Illinois guy. But the where the programs are at this point. I don't see them beating Illinois. Don't see them beating Michigan. Maryland could be a fight. So it, it, it's bad because Coach Allen is a very good coach. Would love to have conversations with them about what they're doing. But when you look at this, this is very tough for Indiana to be over or under four. If you're going to give them four wins, it'd be Idaho, Western Kentucky, then you're looking at it at a Rutgers and a Purdue right at four. So again, kind of like Ohio State where you're looking at it, you're going to give them four wins. Any other game there that they're going to get a win is Nebraska and Maryland in there. So right now I would just go the over because I think they could win those four and sneak one out. So I think they get a little over four wins, but they would probably get right to five just because of the schedule and where the programs sit currently from how they were last year to this year. So for Indiana, um, I'm going to go over the four games for them coming off that 2-10 and ten year, which was not up to Coach Allen's standards. Um, but it's a very brutal, tough schedule that they do have for Indiana and a program that's trying to get back to what they were a couple years ago so going over for them but they'll probably be win that four or five win mark uh moving on to our next team in the big 10 east we're gonna go with maryland last year maryland had a good season for them at seven and six this year the over under for them is five and a half wins maryland was up and down last year but they recruited well now it's just seeing if all the recruits and the pieces can be put together um, with the coaching staff there and the quarterback play there. Their schedule is not – it ends – it has a little part in there where it's brutal, but they start off very favorably for them to maybe get some wins. They start off with Buffalo first and then Charlotte, then SMU, which is no give me, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Indiana – 
Northwestern, Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, and Rutgers. So they start off with a favorable type of schedule for them. Two tough games in there. Two other games that they can win. Um, another battle in there. Then you have a meat grinder, Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State. It's a meat grinder there and then ended with Rutgers. So Maryland over five and a half. They could start off 2-0 and going to SMU. Now, SMU is absolutely positively no give me. They could lose that game. So that would be a toss-up win going to that 5.5. I don't see them beating Michigan or Michigan State. I could see them beating Purdue this year. Again, Indiana would be a toss-up. I could see them beating Indiana. Northwestern looks good this year. Looking at the how their practices look and everything, that is no give me either. They're, I don't see them beating Wisconsin. Penn State, and we'll talk about Penn State here in a little bit about how their season went last year and how it could look this year. I think they are they're 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 starting to swim in the in the deep end, and they're going to have to keep themselves above water. Uh, that could just be an upset game. Don't see them being Ohio State. I could see them being Rutgers. So Buffalo, Charlotte are, could be wins. Purdue would be wins. Indiana would be wins. So there's your four. So now you're looking for your fifth one, probably Rutgers. So there's five, but they're saying their over-under is five and a half. They would have to beat SMU, and they would have to pull one off against a Penn State or a Northwestern, or an SMU even. So this schedule, it just scares me a little bit to go over the five and a half. So I'm going to say under only because I think they will get to the five-win mark. I just can't put them above getting above five wins. If they do, it would be, again, the SMU one is a what we call a trap game for them. Um, the way their quarterback play was last year was inconsistent. Um, the way sometimes they would they would be in games, they played a lot better, but they need more consistent quarterback play. They need more consistent um, play up front. And so doing that with Maryland, I have to go under the five and a half, but I think they will get to that 5-1 mark. That's why I have to keep it under the 5.5. Now we're going to go with Rutgers. Rutgers played a lot better. Um, If you guys are watching on the screen, yes, Rutgers is mistyped on one of the things. I apologize, but Rutgers... They went 5-8 and eight last year, ended up going to a bowl game because of COVID. A team dropped out. They took the place of Illinois. Illinois was going to try to get into that bowl game, but they ended up going. Um, they ended up at 5-8. and eight. Their over-under is four games this year. Rutgers is, played a lot better last year. They are looking to be better this year, but it's still Rutgers. So over four games, over-under. Um, they do not have a... They have a schedule at the very beginning that favors for them to compete to try to get wins, and then as it goes through, it does become much tougher. But again, depends on what type of Rutgers team is going to show up and play this year. They start off with Boston College, and then Wagner, Temple, Iowa, Ohio State, Nebraska, Indiana, Minnesota, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State and Maryland. So their schedule is, it's still like the Big Ten is tough this year. Uh, Boston College is not a game that they could sit there and win. Boston College is not a bad team, um, but they are set up to win against Wagner. Temple is still not even to give me, but by principle of being in the Big Ten and who Rutgers is, they should be Temple. But I don't see Rutgers come, matching the physicality of Iowa. Ohio State, 
again, Nebraska there in the middle on October 7th in the middle of their schedule. Very possible they could sneak away with Nebraska. Again, just depends on where Nebraska is. If they're losing games, Scott Frost is either fired or he's talking about being fired at the end of the season like LSU did with Ed Ogeron. They could That could be a game where Nebraska is spiraling and you know maybe they could sneak one out. Indiana, they're both similar teams, so that one's also a toss-up. Minnesota, I mean, we haven't really seen Minnesota on a schedule. That one, again, Minnesota goes in waves. They do good one year, then the next year they take a year off, then they come back that next year. All depends on if Minnesota is spiraling, but I just think Minnesota as a program is in a better spot than Rutgers. I don't see them beating Michigan. I don't see them beating Michigan State. Don't see them beating Penn State. Maryland just kind of depends on where Maryland is at that point. So you're looking at Wagner, maybe Temple, maybe Indiana. Then they've got to squeak one out somewhere to get to that four-win mark. So whether that's, you know, Temple or uh, if that's still Boston College, if that's Nebraska, I'm going to have to go with under. I know they had a good year last year, but just looking at the schedule again, you got to look and see where these programs are, where they sit today um, and where they're going and and how they ended up there. Um, Rutgers beating, um, being five and eight was pretty good for them, you know, but we also have to look at who they beat last year and compare it to this year. So where they could get that one of Temple, they did beat Temple last year. Um, they did not beat Michigan, but played them tough. They lost to Ohio State, Michigan State. They lost to Northwestern. They lost to, they did beat my Illinois, which was a hard day. Uh, they they lost to Wisconsin. They did beat Indiana last year. They lost to Penn State. They lost to Maryland, and they lost to Wake Forest. So looking at um, that from last year, I'm going to put them at the under four wins for them, even though they had a great year last year. Um, just, again, looking at their schedule, looking at the programs, I do think they're going to go under that four-win mark. All you football coaches out there, it's not too late to still be looking up drills. I know we're in our football seasons, going into our football seasons, but it's never too late to get back to the basics. And Coach Stone has done just that by creating his Back to the Basics drill manuals. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics Drill Manuals, there's drills out there for everything, special teams, offense, defense, strength and conditioning, everything. He has done all the work for us to be simple, to get these drills to help us. You could be using even youth, high school, and even college. We, we make things too complicated. We need drills that are simple and back to the basics. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. So go to, again, go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics Drill Manuals, and uh, let's get back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches out there, do you ever stop and think about all the hits your big guys are taking in the trenches, your D-line, your offensive line? Because they hit each and every play. And that's why it's the best position in football. But they take a lot of hits and practices into the game. It's a lot of hits they're taking, a lot of blows. So there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the impact those guys are taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps at Guardian Sports. It helps reduce the impact by up to 30%, which is huge. So there's a way to protect the helmets, protect those guys. Uh, again, that's Guardian Sports. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and you use the code 15 off, it's going to save you 15% off your order. 
Um, there's different colors out there, and it doesn't matter if you're buying one, two, three, four, a hundred. Doesn't matter. It's worn by over five NFL teams. More NFL teams are adding more and more each day, and you're seeing on TV and over 200 plus colleges. Again, you're seeing colleges left and right get them. There's a reason why they're getting them, and they that's why you see a lot of linemen and defensive linemen wear them. You've seen Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, and big time NFL teams wear them. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. And I know. Cost money, but I'm here to save you money. So, guardiansports.com/slash guardian-caps and use the code 15 off. It will save you 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Sports, for sponsoring this podcast. Moving right along with our next team, we are going to um, look at. We're going to talk about the Penn State Nitty Lions and talk about how we think they're going to look this year with their schedule compared to. The over/under on what they think they're going to do this year. Penn State last year went seven and six, quote unquote down year for them and their expectations. Uh, Penn State, um, the over/under for this year is eight wins. After going seven and six last year, uh, we're going to look at their schedule and see if they're able to bounce back this year. Down year, they had some injuries, and they just didn't live up to expectations. And then the swirls of the offseason, is James Franklin going to leave? Was he going to take the USC job? Was he going to maybe jump and go to the SEC? So we're going to see what type of team they're made of this year. Um, They start off the year with Purdue, and then they will play Ohio Bobcats. And then they will play Auburn, just like they did last year. And then Central Michigan, Northwestern Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio State, Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers, and Michigan State. Not an easy schedule for them. So let's go through the over-under of eight. Can they get to eight wins? This is a very tough schedule to get to eight wins, again, compared to how the teams played last year. And are they going to be able to fix some of the stuff they did this year? They did recruit better this year. Um, James Franklin is a good coach. He's going to get them to play a lot better this year, but looking at where the programs are, where they're going, so let's look at it. I think they will be Purdue, Ohio. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one for them to win, I'm telling you right now. Um, knowing the coaches at Ohio, it will be very tough for them. Auburn is going to be another toss-up. Penn State did get Auburn last year, but... Auburn is also in a disarray of everything that's been going on in the offseason, but it is an SEC team. It is Auburn Week 3 at Auburn, which is a very tough place to play, and it just depends on how Penn State is feeling. By principle, they should beat Central Michigan, and I'm telling you right now, Northwestern will be a tough team for them. You know, By principle, you're saying that Penn State should beat Northwestern, but Northwestern is going to play very tough. They were very young last year, and they are looking a lot better this year. Michigan, if they're still on a mission like they were last year, I don't see Penn State beating them. I can't see Penn State beating Minnesota. I don't see them beating Ohio State. I think they could be Indiana, Maryland, and Rutgers. So if you're looking at wins, Purdue, maybe Ohio, so there's their second win. I'm saying they're not going to beat Auburn. To beat Central Michigan, to beat Minnesota, so now we're at four. To beat Indiana is five. To beat Maryland is six. And to beat Rutgers is seven. If Michigan State continues to take the steps they did last year, that's going to be a tough one. But they could beat them and get to that eight-win mark. Um, They could also beat um, 
Auburn as well to maybe get to that 9-1 mark. But I think with this schedule to get to that 8-1 mark is very tough for them and very tough to call. The only other way they could do is if they beat Michigan State. So again, we've already had two teams with Ohio State. I think they'll get to that 11-1 mark. Indiana could probably get right to that 4-win mark. Maryland at the 5-5.5, I think they're going to get to that 5. And same thing with Rutgers. Penn State could get to that 7-1 mark, but I'm going to take the under just because I think they'll get exactly to that 8-win mark. But to get them to get to 9, to 10, to 11 wins, I just don't see it with how they ended last year and how their schedule is shaping up this year. So under 8 for me, but I do think they're going to get right to that 8-win mark um, for them this year. Tough schedule, very tough schedule for them. Uh, Moving right along to wrap up this Big Ten East uh, scheduling, talk about over-unders. Let's move on. We are going to talk about Michigan State Spartans with their highly paid coach now in Mel Tucker, who deserves every penny. Got Michigan State to play a lot better last year. Got them ranked very high. They were number four in the college football playoff at one point, I do believe. Their over-under is seven and a half. Their over-under this year is seven and a half. Um, Last year, uh, Michigan State ended at 11 and two. So this year, they are going to be over-under seven and a half wins. So let's look at their schedule. The whole Big Ten's a tough schedule, but let's look at their schedule to see if they can get to that seven to eight win mark. They open up the season with Western Michigan and then at Akron. And then Washington, Minnesota, Maryland, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, Rutgers, Indiana, and Penn State. So it is very possible for Michigan State to take that next step forward. They do lose their leading rusher, so they have to replace that. They're big offensive weapons. Can they get more consistent quarterback play? Can their defense still step up? So there are some question marks here for Michigan State going into next year, especially when you lose a big offensive production like you're running back to the NFL. But by principle, they should be Western Michigan. I Again, Akron's going to be a lot better. They are going to be a lot better. But by principle, you're looking at that week. Washington was on a down year last year, but that is still a very good football program. They were in a down spiral last year. Still a very tough one. But by, by looking at last year, they could beat Minnesota and Maryland. I don't, again, I don't, not an Ohio State person, but I don't see them being Ohio State. I could see Wisconsin bullying them. And then they beat Michigan last year, so Michigan's going to be coming in. But Michigan State's had Michigan's number for the past couple of years. Illinois is going to be no give me. Illinois is going to be much better on offense. Be much better. They're going to be just as good, if not better, on defense. I don't see them losing to Rutgers. I don't see them losing to Indiana. The Penn State's going to be a very tough one. So you're seeing a theme here, especially in this Big Ten, where we're looking at this going. There is no easy way to get them to 7-8 wins. So if you're looking at week one, week two, um, beating Minnesota, because I'm not sure about Washington, there's your three wins. Beating Maryland is four wins. To get to that fifth win, probably wouldn't come, I don't want to say Illinois, but it, you know that that's going to be a tough one. But you could say Rutgers and Indiana, they're six. If you want to look at maybe, I hate to say it, maybe Illinois is seven, then they'd have to come in and be at Penn State or Michigan to get eight and nine. So you're looking at, they've had Michigan's numbers. Michigan going to bounce back like they are this year or like they did last year. Very, very tough to say over under the seven and a half 
for Michigan State. But I'm going to go with the under because I think they're going to get just to seven wins, even though they did end up very good last year at 11 and two. It all comes down to how do they play? How does Washington bounce back this year? How's Michigan going to play and Penn State? And then one of the trap ones in there, because I know Illinois is not going to come in as the favorite, depending on how they play. You know, Illinois is that trap game. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be their trap. So I'm going to go with under because I think they're going to get to seven, but I don't. They could get to eight, but for betting purposes, I'm going to go with the under because they're going to get right to probably that seven. A lot of factors again have to go in. These aren't as easy to pick with like an Ohio State. Um, a lot of these aren't as easy Ohio State. To wrap up the Big Ten East, we're going to go with last year's Big Ten champion and the Michigan Wolverines. Looking at their schedule, they came off being Ohio State last year. Their loss was to Michigan State. But they end up winning the Big Ten. They make the college football playoff, and then they that's kind of where their season ended. Last year, they went 12-2. and This year, the over-under for them is 9.5, which is pretty high. Especially with the roller coaster that Michigan has had, but maybe they're turning a corner here. Last year, their their offense changed, the way they were able to run the ball, push people around, the way their defensive line played. They lost some of those guys to the NFL draft. But if Jim Harbaugh can continue to be the CEO and you know be a little more hands off and allow his assistant coaches to do their thing, him be the motivational factor to get them to play, it's very possible they could get back to that standard. And their schedule starts off very favorably, then ends, yeah, it's their whole schedule is very favorable to get them to nine to ten wins. They start off with Colorado State and then Hawaii and then Yukon, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State, Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois, and then end with the game against Ohio State. It is very possible that Michigan gets to nine to ten wins this year. You know, coming into the Iowa game, Michigan could be sitting there at 4-0. On principle, they should be able to beat Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, and then they should be able to come in and beat Maryland. So going into their, I mean, they're all tough, they're all tough, but coming into a team where last year I said Iowa could compete to win the Big Ten last year, and then they kind of fell off a little bit and get the quite the offensive production that I thought they were going to. Um, going into Iowa. So they can be 4-0 going against Iowa, and that's a tough game. That's no gimme. But I see them being Indiana. Penn State's going to be a tough one. They're going to be pumped up to play Michigan State because Michigan State has had their number for many seasons. So they're going to be pumped up for that one. could see them being Rutgers. I see them beating Nebraska. they got to play Illinois this year, and you know I'm very high on Illinois this year to get to a bowl game. Um, so that one a lot of people are going to pick to win. Then you got Ohio State where, again, you never know. You know, last year Michigan really pushed Ohio State around. But if you're looking at it, Colorado State, um, Hawaii, UConn, Maryland, four wins right there. Um, Indiana, they should be able to beat. Rutgers, they should be able to beat. And Nebraska, they should be able to beat. Right there is seven. Then you're looking at they've got to be able to beat Iowa, which I think they'll be able to do. Can they get that rivalry game out of the way with Michigan State? And then depends where Illinois is, is sitting at that point. So the over-under here is 9.5 wins for Michigan. I'm going to go with the over because I think it's going to be 9 or 10, and I feel more confident about near the 10. The two that they could lose is Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa, um, or Illinois, one in there. But those are the ones where they might lose again. And Ohio State, you know, so 
Um, I'm going to go with the over with them just because people are high on Michigan this year. They're very high on Michigan this year, how they went last year, how they're looking to be shaped up this year as well. So over under there with them. And it's going to come down to Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State. I don't see Penn State bouncing back just because exactly how the season started on rival for them last year and how their schedule looks up this year. It's a very tough schedule. So it's going to be between those three on that side of the conference and then uh, to go play for that Big Ten championship. So we've got under the 11 wins for Ohio State, even though I think they're going to get to 11. There's just a couple slip-ups there. Indiana, I'm going to go over their four, um, but I think they're going to get right to four. Maryland is five and a half. I'm going to go with the under. Michigan is nine and a half. I'm going to go with the over. Penn State is eight wins. I'm going to go with the under, even though they'll probably get right to eight. Rutgers, it's four, but I'm going to go with the under, but they could get to exactly the four. Michigan State, seven and a half. I'm going to go with the under in the Big Ten East. Um, So there's the Big Ten East. We'll come back later on and talk about the Big Ten West. That one's a toss-up. Go through each team's schedule, and then we'll move on and try to do other conferences before the season gets started. Um, So, again, thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow it, rate it, rate it on Apple and iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. Do all that for me. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Twitter, at Coach underscore CF72, all that good stuff. Thank you guys again for watching and or listening, and we will see you next time. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. (laughs) Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.